0: Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely to. T- mo- it's been a long time. You're rusty. Movies, TV's, and comics. I'm your host Preston. Joined as always by my delightful co-host, that Matt. Matt, what should people do? Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> and like and subscribe and tell a friend. There you go. And specifically, check out our Instagram, because I posted a thing there. He did. He posted things. Yep. I also have been posting things on my own Instagram for the first time in a long time. Wow. Oh, thanks for telling me we can record now, Dad. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes in.
1: <laughs> Look at us rebels.
0: Uh, But yeah, uh, do that.
1: Check yep. out our Instagram. I posted a picture of uh young Peter Parker from the Brian Michael Bendis run on Daredevil, which started in 2001. And I think it looks a lot like a certain famous somebody, and so I want to see if people... Get the same impression
0: i didn't i i kind of thought i knew what it was but i didn't yeah did we we haven't recorded since i put out booze and booze have we yeah we have i have yeah Ah, i'm a fucking idiot we put out booze and booze though yeah go do that go listen to that yep. uh for catwoman once andrew has time he's gonna do the the highlight reel is andrew going to have time maybe okay the semester started so he's less focused on working and more focused on school it's true i don't know uh but yeah do that uh Something. matt what you went up to uh we're gonna do i think this is a ketchup week yep because so. it's been actually like technically two weeks that we haven't done it right and there's uh, because this is a on the news very and stuff. late episode uh so this is a we're what condiment are we on uh the ketchup mustard did we do relish i don't think we've done relish because we did
1: mayo we did
0: mayo we did ketchup
1: by mayo because we're very white that was the oh. joke. <laughs> you must put that one out. I don't <laughs> remember think I think I did that one, yeah. Um. So this is...
0: Relish... Relish... Relish in th- the
1: chance to catch up.
0: No, that was the... I relish the... Ch- relish the... Uh, uh, I, it's like I relish the fact that you mustered the courage to catch up to me. That's from the sausage party. Oh, uh, He did that. But yeah, we're. I guess we can use relish and just be like, relish in our news, or relish, relish our voices. I don't fucking know. You do this one. Relish your voices in your ears. There yeah. you go. Sure. Verbs. Something about relish. Yep. I'll figure it out, <laughs> or I won't,
1: and it'll just be something horrifying. Yeah. Uh, the word relish in there somewhere. <laughs> yep. Uh, I've been up to a bunch of stuff. I'm only going to say about half of it right now, because save the rest for tomorrow, just yep. so we have something to talk yeah. about before the actual topic uh so i'll be talk- i'll talk about the daredevil comics i've been reading cool so i really wanted to get into this brian michael bendis run which started in 2001 and i think went till like late late aughts he was he was on it for a while mid to late aughts at Is least it
0: 2001 to late aughts yeah that's not that long
1: uh, it's a while for one guy to it's, do the same run it's some
0: that's like it's about average for a good run it's not like a game-ending run
1: yeah no but it's like i think it's longer than any run that i've read on anything okay so new experience you've me. read yeah so um marvel's continuity is all kind of weird but they had issue one starting in 1999 with kevin smith's guardian devil which is like a little standalone eight mm-hmm. issue story um and i talked about it when i started reading that and then i just set it down because i wasn't super interested but i picked it back up and finished it and it's not great
0: Hmm. um he's got You mean kevin smith's not the (laughs) penultimate (laughs) or like the quintessential comic person and is perfect in every way how do you mix up penultimate and quintessential? Ah, because I recently someone said something about penultimate being the best one. Like they said that I'm the penultimate whatever, and like <laughs> I noticed a- I noticed that it was wrong, but it like stuck in my head that that's a fucking thing that happens because it's not the first time I've seen that happen. Uh. PSA: Penultimate does not mean the best. Penultimate means the second to last. Ultimate. Is the final, so like it's like this is your ultimate goal, is that's your end goal. Your penultimate goal is the one that you're gonna get to right before that. Penultimate is the second to last. Get your fucking words straight.
1: There are thirteen series of unfortunate events books, and the twelfth one is entitled The Penultimate Peril. Cause Lemony snicket yeah. en- enjoys introducing vocabulary to small children. Good. And also horrifying murder and uh grey moral areas. So
0: What is quintessential? Isn't that like what's quint mean?
1: Uh, he's the guy from Jaws, the old guy who scrapes his nails down the chalkboard.
0: You motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's also uh, like the the Latin for five.
0: But so like uh, like quintillion? Are you like the five s? Esse- like the five <laughs> I essential? The, I
1: don't think that's the actual
0: quintessential. Okay, while well, you keep talking about data. I want to look up quintessential. Uh, Not quintile. I know what a quintile is. I'm a fucking. I'm gonna be a data analyst in the future, hopefully yep. maybe.
1: Uh yeah, so the, the Guardian Devil story, it's um the basic premise is Daredevil's mm, Daredeviling around, he's a successful lawyer and whatnot, and um this teenager shows up. Um okay, you have to
0: <laughs> you search the word and then there's like what do people like people also ask like about whatever mm-hmm. and it's like who is a quintessential person? What does quint mean in quintessential, which is the one I'm gonna click on. Mm-hmm. Also, what does the word quintessential mean? question mark (laughs) thank you people for asking the good questions what does the word quintessential
1: (laughs) the word quintessential does something
0: and if you had a conclusion to that joke, that would have been great. <laughs>
1: since what if I had a conclusion to any joke. You are the,
0: you're the quintessential half-baked joke person. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> All your jokes are uh, penultimate. I get to the penultimate moment of yep, the joke and just can't ah, finish it. <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> anyway, continue. Sorry.
1: Uh, so it starts out. Daredevil's Daredevil, just normal. Um, this teenager shows up. She's on the run. She has a baby she believes was immaculately conceived, um, and she's like, he's the messiah, or she's the messiah. Correction, that's a minor plot twist. Oh. Because it's 1999. Women can be messiahs, too. It's the 21st century now.
0: But there was only one messiah.
1: Right. So, the plot twists subsequently, and I won't I won't spoil how everything goes. Okay. Um, It's kind of interesting how it unravels, and I like certain elements of the the finale but a lot of the how it gets there is not great um for one thing there's it, it feels like he doesn't know how to put human interactions on the page very well like just from panel to panel daredevil or matt murdoch more properly will go from like just kind of calm stoic to like throwing himself across the table angry to like sitting down and he's intense but he's restrained and just it it doesn't feel like a real person at all and i you know i get that it's a comic it's supposed to be a hyper reality but it's just it's unnatural and jarring
0: that reminds me of what's that remind you of star wars the prequels Mm. just nothing no words no no line said in response to another line makes sense that that would be the line that said immediately after the previous line yeah <laughs> and
1: uh, including yeah, the I'll...
0: balcony scene where she's brushing her hair and he said you're it's like what, what what's the what's the kickoff line uh uh he's like uh, is, so, Does he start it with You're so beautiful I think it's only like that She's like it's only because I'm so in love And he's like no it's because I'm so in love with you She's like so love has blinded you uh, And it's just like <sighs> What <sighs> What What Like there's a, there's a missing line in there mm-hmm. About how she's making So she's essentially Making a joke that oh, I'm not pretty, you just think I'm pretty because you're in love with me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of what the love has blinded you thing. It's like, oh, you, it's like, you're pretty because I'm in love with you. It's like, oh, so love has blinded you because clearly I'm not attractive. Mm-hmm. There, But that line's missing. That yeah. line needs to be in there somewhere because otherwise it just sounds fucking awkward. Because even, I don't know if it was like the, the writing or if Hayden Christensen at the end of that, because he was just like, that's not what i meant like if that if hayden christensen was breaking character like i'm confused at what just happened <laughs> <laughs> like what did we just did we flirt oh is that what that was <laughs> poor hayden, poor hayden. Anyway, anyway he was hating that whole and something got to the mm. penultimate line and then whatever moving on moving on
1: uh more generally my problem with guardian devil is that he very explicitly tries to rip off sort of the the sense of born again where he spends several issues taking daredevil down to his lowest point before Mm -hmm. building him back up again but it just feels like a cheap imitation so with born again the whole story is about Kingpin, the story is kicked off with Kingpin discovering uh, Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Mm -hmm. They're the same person. Whoa! Spoilers! Ah! Ah. And the whole story is about Kingpin separating the Daredevil identity from the Matt Murdock identity and destroying the Matt Murdock identity, knowing that the Daredevil identity is unstable, and that's the best way to beat him. Hmm. It's a really interesting study of duality and the balance and the conflict between the alter ego and the The secret identity yeah and um it's not just about oh let's bring the superhero to his lowest point and then have him redeemed because come on that's three-act structure yeah it's about why he gets there and all the little details and thematic motifs and whatnot Mm -hmm. that are through that um but in guardian devil it's just like oh we'll just bring him down to his lowest point because that's born again was popular yeah. And then we'll imitate that and then have him redeemed sort of. I'm interested um,
0: if if that I'm interested to read Kevin Smith's uh Green Arrow. Like it's like a morbid curiosity mm-hmm. thing to read his Green Arrow run cuz I'm curious to see if there's that same kind of pattern with him ripping off some of the best like if he I will read Longbow Hunters first. And then a lot of his, like, a lot of the actual, like, the best, uh, the good Green uh, Green Arrow run. Uh, and then I'll also read, I'll try to find that um, Snowbirds Don't Fly, which mm-hmm. is the whole uh, Arsenal gets way addicted to drugs. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, the Silver Age, super fucking depressing. <laughs> like, all kinds of, all kinds of fucked. I think it's straight up heroin. Okay. Like he gets addicted to heroin. Um, and see if that is kind of just like collaged into his run mm-hmm. and it also sounds vaguely like the han solo thing where it's like character wise at least in solo it doesn't feel like it's the character it feels like someone copied and pasted clips from the original trilogy yeah to make han solo who han solo is but it's not it's, it's not the character it's the moments right which make solo Right. And that seems to kind of be what you're, t- what you're describing with Kevin Smith's ability to fucking write a character. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have an understanding of the character. He has an understanding of what's already been done with the character. Yeah. I mean,
1: it, the actual version of Daredevil isn't terrible. It's just the story is a, mm-hmm. a cheap imitation. Um, The other thing is the art's really off-putting. It's uh, it's Joe Quesada. Um, and it's just everything is super rubbery and like kind of floppy and just looks very cartoonish. And so when he gets into some kind of gritty stuff, you just, it's, it's it's weird. It's kind of unsettling.
0: What else has he done? <laughs> well, he
1: did, he did daredevil parts of a hole, which is the next one off. Um, that came between Guardian Devil and when Brian Michael Bendis started his run with issue 16. Okay. Um, who wrote that? That one, oh, man, I don't actually remember. It's not a famous guy. Um, it's better than Guardian Devil, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he, it makes up a new character, introduces a new character uh, called Echo. Um, she's the daughter of a guy who worked with the Kingpin when he was coming up. Um, David Mack, David Mack, that's right, yeah, and I think this was his first thing with Marvel, but I'm sure he's gone. On I think to do she stuff.
0: later becomes Ronin. oh,
1: there's another notable
0: alias isn't as is Ronin, okay,
1: yeah, so her her whole thing is she's deaf, but she's super visually perceptive, so she can imitate anything she sees any motion down to the details so she's like a concert level pianist because she can watch a guy's fingers and understand all the little nuances and Uh copy it and she's really good at hand-to-hand combat because she she can can watch people imitate their fighting style so she watches clips of like daredevil and bullseye fighting and she can assume both of their fighting styles oh god and like seamlessly integrate them um so
0: she's kind of like a mezzo yeah but like human yeah um and so native she's... american yep neat yeah diversity probably. probably a native american and one of her few one of the few deaf comics
1: yeah um the parts of a whole says that her dad kingpin kingpin says that her, her, her dad's called crazy horse but kingpin says that her dad probably doesn't have any native american in him oh. but that could have been changed in a later continuity gotcha Um, but yeah, she's, she's a really interesting character. And even though the story is kind of super melodramatic and comic booky, it, um, it opens with Daredevil, like melancholy playing the piano and talking about how the music Mm -hmm. represents all his moods and stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's it's super like emo 15 year old, but Mm -hmm. the character of Echo is well done. And the, there's a lot of cool concepts in the fighting and stuff. And so it's kind of, it's just a fun, you know, entertaining read. Yeah. Nothing special. Uh, and then I started the Brian Michael Bendis run, and I'm three issues in, and holy crap is that a jump up in quality uh-huh. from those two, because those are just, they're comic books. They're fun. They're light. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not that much to them. There's some crazy plot twists and some fun action, and this just jumps up to like literature level. Gotcha. It's, um... So I'm three issues in. Daredevil hasn't appeared yet. Okay. It's all from uh Ben Urick's perspective. Um, the reporter. Oh, okay. He's uh he's investigating there's a there's a kid whose dad was a small time uh I guess you'd call him villain by the name of Leapfrog, who okay. basically just dressed up in a frog costume and robbed banks. His dad's gone missing.
0: That sounds like the night oh, that's not the ni- that sounds like the early two thousands. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh his dad's gone missing. And this kid is very traumatized and somehow Daredevil is involved in this. Because the kid, like, draws pictures and Daredevil's in pictures. Uh-huh. Um. And so Ben Yurik is just investigating, trying to figure out what's going on. In the meantime, in the background, Kingpin's on trial for crimes that were revealed during the end of Parts of a Hole. Uh-huh. Um and it's just there's so little action and so much writing and it's so great. Cause it's just, he's trying to uncover what's going on and you can sort of see pieces, but you can tell that there's going to be a big reveal or two mm-hmm. by the end of this little arc. Um, and the art is just, it goes from like super comic booky to just artistic. Mm-hmm. There's like watercolors and photorealistic drawings, but then also super abstracted stuff. Yeah. The, um, the very beginning, uh, Alex Malayev, who does the art, he does this amazing thing. The very first page, super comic booky. The next page, super comic booky, Just classic, bright colors and sharp lines. What would you say his name was? Uh, Alex Malayev. M-A-L-E-E-V. Um,
0: uh, uh, M-A-L-E-E-V. 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 Wow, it took exact spelling in order for him to show up on the drop down. <laughs> I was not getting anything. Okay, continue. um
1: the third page, several of the panels are very comic booky. A few of them start to kind of break down and be more abstract, almost a little childlike.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fourth page, much more of like this childlike stuff. Fifth page, you can tell that it's actually just a drawing by this kid. And so it's like it goes from the kid's imagination. To the page that Ben Yurick was looking at. Okay. And it's just so cool. Yeah. Just, uh, there's a lot of things. It's I, I'm, I'm having to restrain myself and go one issue at a time because I've packed up all my comic books. Uh-huh. And so I can't start volume two because it's in the middle of some box and somewhere buried under a other pile of boxes before I move. So I've just got this one volume to sustain me until after I've moved and unpacked. Yeah. And... So I'm just
0: having to take it one issue at a time.
1: But you've read the uh really enjoying
0: it. You've read uh Hellboy and the BPRD, right? No. Oh, he did that. Okay. He also did uh nineteen and twenty for the uh, Scott Snyder Batman. Hmm. Uh backup stories. He seems like he'd go well with Scott Snyder. Oh yeah. Alright, did Batman No Man's Land number one. He did a lot of one issues. Oops, that's gonna sound great did a lot of one
1: issues. He seems like he's got a very intense art style. I imagine it's yeah. hard for him to sustain. And yet, he does three volumes of Brian Michael Bendis' Daredevil. So
0: Yeah. I mean, it's down to the... Well, I don't know if it's down to the writer or down to the editor. I don't know. who Who's the art. But, I mean, I feel like if a writer likes an artist and they're, the artist is conveying what the writer wants, then keep them on.
1: Yeah. So yeah, cool. I'm really excited <coughs> to keep reading those. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I finished Storm of Swords, which is the third book in the Song of Ice and Fire, better known to most people as the books that Game of Thrones are based on. Yep. Um, at this point, it's much more loosely based. Main plot points are all there. Um, got the red wedding, got the purple wedding, but there's some major stuff that happens at the end of the third book that just hasn't never popped up in the show. Hmm. Um, and then the fourth book. And the fifth book are actually set concurrently, but they're split up by groups of characters. Oh, cool. Just because it's like, if it was if it were one long book, it would have to be like 2,000 pages. Yeah. Or if it were set chronologically, it would just be like... Someone says this. You have like two chapters of each character for one book. Yeah. So I found a combined... There's like a definitive combined reading order okay. that has the actual chronological order. But the problem is I'm reading it on Kindle edition. And so the the definitive reading order, the it's called a feast with dragons because the books are a feast with crows or oh, okay. feast for crows and a dance with dragons. Uh-huh. And the reading order, um, it has the the a
0: titles. Feast with crows just does not sound as awesome as a feast with dragons, <laughs>
1: pretty much. <laughs> um, it has the the chapter titles as like the character and then the number. Mm-hmm. But when I go into the Kindle, it's just like chapter one, two, three. So I'm gonna have to go through and like take half an hour and just index all of them. Ugh. So that's gonna, I'm gonna have to do that at some point, like this weekend or something. That
0: I know exactly what that's like mm-hmm. because stuff like, uh, um, God, no, I really, really do know what this is like. Uh, best example is huge crossovers like, um, uh, Forever Evil in the new oh, 52, yeah. where it crosses yeah, yeah. over with everything <laughs> and they're not labeled. Like sometimes it, it's it's hit or miss. If you get a collected edition, if they label like uh, – there's a, there's many different combinations of like what what will actually be in the book. Some books just have a blank page and then it's on to the next – like the first page of the next comic. Some of them have just the front cover art and nothing else on it, which I actually I appreciate that one the most because you get to see everything that the artist drew. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not covered by like the title and the stamp and all that stuff. Some have like a print of the front cover. Like it's got the – the stamp, the number, the title, everything on it. Right. Uh, the barcode. Sometimes the barcode was on the front. There's been bar <laughs> like it. It's not the barcode, but you can see where the where the barcode was. Right. Um. And sometimes they'll have just like a title, air quote title page, where it's a like a solid like red page and just got in text like Batman number this thing name written by blah blah blah. Just the information like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the ones that have nothing on it. When you're trying to go through, and if there's a reading order where, oh, something that happens in Justice League of America number four happens right before what happens in Justice League number twenty-two, but neither of them have like any, because what what I would do is like I would, if it had the number, great, I knew where to put it, and I could put my little my little tab with the number of my reading order in it. All like, if you go to any books that have anything to do with uh Forever Evil, you've got a little uh quarter of a post-it note stuck on the front page with a number on it and then in the forever evil there's a big spreadsheet of like how, what order to read things in um my keys are right there if you want to back my car out and park um but they're the one that is the most annoying is the superman crossover the hell on earth stuff where the numbers and the names aren't in there but the, the front pages or the cover art is mm-hmm. so i would go through and i would type into google like Superman number 15, and see what that page looked like to make sure that was the right issue. Because, like, sometimes they get a little out of order in the thing. Like, they'll put uh, numbers 15, 16, annual number 3, right. 17, 18, when annual number 3 doesn't actually really go there chronologically. Right. um So, I know exactly what that's like trying to just index and know what order you're reading it in. Yeah. Especially when you're reading Hell on Earth. If you're reading Hell on Earth, If you want to read the Superman New 52, Superman Superboy or Supergirl New 52, you got to get all three of them Mm. because it's one of those things where it's like, ah, I am hell. I am the I am the brother or I'm the another. I was blah, blah, blah of your father. Ha ha. And then you go to the next page and Superman's getting his fucking ass handed to him by like across the universe by this. (laughs) uh this big thing called oracle floating in space like it's just where did this come from and because a lot can happen in two issues yep so anyway anyway i understand that that struggle yeah so all right
1: all right that all you've been up to uh no but i'll save the rest of it for tomorrow uh
0: i just finished good place volume or good place uh season three they put it on netflix i saw that i haven't
1: gotten to it yet because i'm prioritizing something else but it is
0: very funny and makes you cry at the end okay vaguely uh, if you care at the, about the characters at all i kind of do um yeah it's it's funny uh there was several times where i laughed out loud at work uh i typically don't laugh out loud very hard at many things that are not mm-hmm. like com- comedians that are constantly making you laugh mm-hmm. um but yeah no good good interesting storytelling tell- there's kind of a uh an interesting twist about the way everything works. Mm-hmm. Uh, about three episodes from the end. Uh, I'm getting hiccups for some reason. I uh, did that. I've been playing Minecraft. More of Again, that. More of that. Uh, I have claimed a village as my own and am building a giant wall uh, because I have many cobblestones. All right. And I need to use them up. So I've been building a giant wall and I named it New Gotham. And okay. it's under my protection, and I will fucking murder anyone that comes near it. Uh, you can actually—I don't know how you haven't played Minecraft. So there's nope. villages with villagers in it, mm-hmm. and some villagers have jobs, and you can trade with those villagers for things that might like you can just trade with them. Uh, it's kind of nice to have those around. If you know one villager has a certain thing, you can go and get it mm-hmm. uh, pretty easily. Um, and we used to—I used to think that it was just like ah, oh, like luck of the draw. This village has. This job and this job and nothing else. It's kind of useless. Or Every village is a farmer. But it turns out there's a village block. If you place a certain block that you create, uh, that uh, some villager in the town gets that job. So I have been building this city out or this town out. This It's a village. It's going to be a town. I'm going to make it a city. I'm going to actually, like, it's got all a bunch of tiny little huts. I'm going to modernize those huts slowly. And then I'm going to start doing, like, towers. And I'm going to keep breeding <laughs> breeding the villagers and she's gonna keep growing upwards i'm gonna make this a city uh this is new gotham and then i'm gonna have i'm gonna maybe become batman just like change my skin to batman and just like fly around because <laughs> by then we'll have defeated the ender dragon and we can get our wing things and i'll just fly around new gotham um that is a long way away I'm playing civ again doing the same shit uh dido from carthage is apparently on a conquest. Hey. Luckily, she is go, girl. the opposite side of the map from me, and I'm just over here with my fucking paintings and my music, just doing the <laughs> culture win again. I'm influential on everybody. I am dominant in a couple. And uh, who's uh, Austrian leader? What's, like, a big Austrian female Austrian leader? I can't remember her name. Eh, it doesn't matter. Austria is being a, a bit of an asshole. They're getting a whole bunch of culture, so they're kind of defending against me, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. I'm going to put a spy in there to spread propaganda. Of course, Austria. Uh, has I'm culture. also going to send all of my musicians at you and just have them do concerts.
1: Yep. Um, are, you, are you really going to beat Mozart and Beethoven?
0: With a fucking gun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, don't. <laughs> it's the same situation, though, as like the last game I played where uh, I think it was Poland decided to declare war on me. <laughs> and i was like like well, you know i'm look i look like the one with the weak I'm just, like, the one with the artists and the museums, and I've got a, and I've got the Eiffel Tower, and I've got an opera house and stuff. And they're like, oh, you're declaring war on me? Oh, no, trebuchets. Hey, here's some war bombers. <laughs> 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 and, like, I, have, I don't spend my gold, so I just have, like, 8,000 gold right now that I could just buy a bunch of war bombers. So the moment she comes up to my borders, I'm just going to bomb the fuck out of her army.
1: She is not going to take over. Uh, she's going to be singing Dido's Lament.
0: Then, (laughs) (laughs) uh, what else have I done? I've been going to the gym.
1: Hey, this is
0: two weeks in a row that I've been actively going to the gym, and I haven't broken my pattern yet, so we're good. Good. I'm keeping my habits up. I'm super tired all the time Mm -hmm. because my schedule is a nightmare. Um, and I read one issue of Wonder Woman in the past two weeks. I have not had
1: time. Good thing I just gave you a box with like 15 volumes of comics in it. Yeah. I think it's only fourteen.
0: Nope, it's oh 15. good, not damn it. <laughs> 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 no, I think like this weekend because it's Labor Day weekend. Yeah. So we have a long weekend. So I think I'm gonna spend like Saturday, Sunday, and Monday just uh, Saturday and Monday because Sunday is game day. Football starting. <laughs> Boomer. Ed, uh...
1: Thank you.
0: Yep. Uh. So I'm probably gonna spend a few days reading just just reading a lot of comics. Good. Because I've got. I've got quite a few of the big ones with New 52 that I've been waiting for. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've got the Forever Evil – or not Forever Evil. uh, Future's End, which is the five years in the future with uh, Batgirl being Bane. Mm -hmm. And I think Killing Bane, I think is what she did. Um, It's been a while since I read that. Uh, And I've got World's End, which is the New 52 big old dark side fight, which is really exciting because it's um, Justice Society. So you've got your Jay Garrick Flash, your Alan Scott – like all the reimaginings of these characters. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to play or play that. Read that. <laughs> um I just need to read the Earth Two run leading up to it. Uh but yeah, I got that. I got all the stuff that you get, you're giving me what, like Hellboy? Uh all of Hellboy, the entire Alan Moore run on swamp thing, plus right. the
1: Bronze Age Omnibus, just in case you wanted to like read a couple issues of that. Yeah. Or maybe all of that. And Superman for All Seasons and Batman Arkham Asylum.
0: Right. Yes. So, and uh, that's what I'll be doing this weekend, a lot to read, a lot to read. Yep. I don't think I've done anything else. I think I accidentally exhausted all my what I've been up to. Good thing I got more for tomorrow. Yay! News! For news! For the
1: rest of this. For the rest of this. Oh, boy, there's news.
0: Wow, we got, we're at 30 minutes, so we got, we got some time to, let's start off with uh let's start i've got like a whole order for this if oh want to just do stick it. with that it's kind of kind
1: of organized okay all right i want to start with uh kind of kind of unrelated trailers that are just okay. kind of floating out there uh terminator dork fart i'm calling it that until it comes out and is good because i insist that it's not going to be good even though the trailer on the big screen hyped me up a lot um i'm gonna call it dork fart i
0: was hoping you were gonna like comment on um, the fact that I was just chugging my water. No, I really wasn't. But I think you were like actively like killing, uh, like stalling for me. Yep. Which I appreciate. <laughs> However, I was continuing <laughs> drinking until you were gonna comment, until I started drowning myself and I couldn't do it anymore. See, you think I was covering for you, <laughs> and it
1: all nice. I was just trying to kill you. Uh, I knew what you were doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that
0: was a lot of water. I'm gonna be real bad in about thirty minutes. Yep. <laughs> it's a half an algae. This thing wow! Full from the beginning. <laughs> uh, All right. right. Well, that's a that's a quarter of my day's water intake right there. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, because I haven't had any water today. That's uh not good for you. So dark bait. Uh, I haven't seen it. It's uh, I don't know. Doesn't it's fine.
1: Great. It's fine. Um. The action looks like it's going to be pretty good, but I can make no promises about anything else. Right, well. I really love, like, the super fast-paced hand-to-hand, like, artificially fast-paced. Because mm-hmm. it
0: looks pretty natural, Okay, I guess. I'll have to watch all the other Terminators before uh, Dank Fat comes out. Not as good as mine, but okay. Listen, asshole! <laughs>
1: Just, like,
0: <laughs> real savage with that one. Yeah. All right. What's next?
1: Uh, Rambo, Last Blood.
0: Oh, I saw that trailer came out. I didn't watch it. Mm, I
1: watched it with the sound off.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> what was the? It was a trailer I watched with the sound off recently. I was just like going through Facebook in class, mm-hmm. and I saw it, and I just kind of like watched it. I'm like, ah, that looks fun. Anyway, and like scroll past. I think it was like. I think it was maybe Lion King. Maybe yeah. I it wasn't in class or something, but doing yeah. something at work or something like that i don't know but
1: yep uh lucy in the sky which i've been excited for for a while really is that another beatles no based thing oh about uh an astronaut played by natalie portman oh it's got john Hamm in it is her name lucy yes okay good it's directed by her nope. name was like
0: <laughs> natasha or something makes no fucking sense like who's lucy pretty sure it's Lucy
1: i don't know so natalie
0: portman doing some more space stuff yeah
1: natalie portman doing some space stuff doing some acting john Hamm. john Hamm. always
0: always good john Hamm.
1: um it's uh directed by noah bombach who no not noah bombach uh noah Hawley. not noah bombach different guy noah Hawley, who did legion okay and also the fargo tv show okay so he's kind of well regarded um and it's from what we know the story it's going to be natalie portman she's an astronaut she's good at being an astronaut but she gets sort of hooked on space almost and so she comes Works back me to, she comes back to earth and just kind of goes crazy a little bit okay so that'll be fun descent into madness with some of the best acting talent talents of our generation yeah some of
0: not so, the best though
1: no yeah some of there are, there are a lot that you, can include in that you know some it's of, like, one of
0: those curious things like natalie portman's a great actress yep. but why did she get the master class there's a few more i can think of that would Get a better, that would do better. Yeah, I just man, we back. are just punching the shit out of our mics today, <laughs> and it's not only me today. You rarely punch your mic, and you actually you didn't punch it. You just elbowed just it, like elbowed you did it. my neck. Yep. Elbow right to the to the a, throat of it. That's there. an inside joke. Not really an inside joke. All my friends. I, I was running. Um, once. I was running at Matt like at full speed, and he just kind of like defensively put up his elbow, and I ran my <laughs> windpipe directly into his bony ass elbow, and could not breathe for a solid thirty seconds. <laughs> that sucks.
1: Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that looks good. I've been excited that for, about that for a while because soft sci-fi and lots of people i like Uh uh-huh uh trailer for antlers which i think is produced by Guillermo del toro and directed by someone i can't remember um i had no idea that this was coming out but i watched the trailer and it looked super creepy Mm -hmm. so cool uh the king trailer for the king about henry the one of the henry's
0: oh isn't it uh is that the one that's based on the Shakespeare?
1: No. I don't think it's based one? on the Shakespeare. I
0: think there's one that's based on Shakespeare that's coming soon.
1: Maybe. The, I, I don't think this one's based Doesn't on Shakespeare. have like
0: four plays that are about a king. There's like Philip, there's Edward, there's a Richard, there's a Richard, and a Henry. And a Henry, yeah. Yep. Oh my god, if there's actually four, I'm going to be so proud well, of it. Well, there's
1: a King Lear. Damn and it! A king Macbeth. Oh, there's also, yeah, there's Macbeth <laughs> and Hamlet, yeah. yeah. Those, but, but those aren't like king coriolanus king romeo king juliet (laughs) king taming king shrew king tempest
0: king sonnet king the third sonnet
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway uh no this is this is netflix original uh it stars timothy chalamet as king henry one of the henry's it's very medieval um it's got i do remember seeing yeah it's got what's his face that played um the bad guy from the last two mission impossible movies sort of the i don't remember his face he's got sort of like a all of his features are kind of concentrated right in the middle big pointy (laughs) nose (laughs) I
0: imagine a a snapchat filter that does that
1: (laughs) um i'm I'm sorry because he's a good actor and i'm ashamed for blanking on his name um the the character name is solomon lane um okay i don't know uh he's in it uh ben mendelson's in it uh robert pattinson's in it looking like he's like a knight he's got the the long hair and he's <laughs> runs probably, around in armor
0: it's probably like the he got cast that after he got cast as batman so they like he's kind of got that like buffer zone of getting ripped yeah so he's like He's not actually exercising as part of being Batman. He's just putting on full armor <laughs> yeah. and just walking around <laughs> just in it. He's full plate. <laughs> he like, probably would, too. The first couple months, he's like, this is the fucking worst. And then, like, no actor ever sees him out of the armor. And then he takes it off at the very end, of like the last shoot. And he's just absolutely ripped. But and smells it, horrible. But smells horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a... like. It's like a shockwave of smell. He just, like, takes off the, the chest plate. just... <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's like opening the door to a locker room after a football game. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, it's also got
1: Joel Edgerton, who I really like. And it's directed by... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think David Michaud?
0: Mich- machete?
1: M-I-C-H-O-D. Michonne? But it's got, like, a something over the O. Not an umlaut, I don't think. He's Australian. Um I watched um Animal Kingdom, which was his first movie. What's his first name? Uh David. David Mish M I C H C H probably just come up under M I C H O D.
0: A O D. O D. Not that's not, not oh. Oh there we go. Wow. You know how like the last one, it took the full exact spelling for it to pop up. Yep. Not even the exact spelling made him pop up. Huh. What a goddamn indie guy. Yeah, he's he's pretty indie. I mean, Animal Kingdoms. Oh well yeah, regarded. that's right. You mentioned Animal he Kingdom. did
1: the Rover with Guy Pearce and Robert Pattinson, which I ha- which I haven't seen. Um, Michaud. Yeah.
0: Okay, David how do you Pronounce Michaud. Mish- um, yeah.
1: He's uh he's he's well regarded. I liked but didn't love Animal Kingdom. It had some, um, just the 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 story structure took some risks that I didn't feel like paid off. But there's a lot of good moments and good acting, and he gets a lot of the same actors back from stuff, uh-huh. which is usually a good sign. pre Christopher Nolan. Yeah. So uh and it looks great it looks like there's gonna be intrigue but then also like good sword fighting and stuff so cool. it'll, fill, like it. it'll fill the little game of thrones void you got a face
0: speaking of speaking of vaguely hit it uh kit harrington was just cast as black knight in the eternals yep He's well a good guy right
1: uh yes yes this so, incarnation of the character. Uh, well, we he got are... half of him right. I mean, he certainly wears black, but I'm pretty sure they renounce all titles when they join the Night's Watch. So,
0: you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So Kit Harington, also known as Jon Snow, who is one of the like arguably one of the best swordsmen in the uh, uh, Game of Thrones universe, and you know, if you do that much, you're going to actually become a good swordsman as an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, is going to continue swordsmenning
1: yep yeah so deal with Black Knight and he's a super obscure character um this version I believe is the nephew of a different version of Black Knight who was a villain yep um and but he's trying to i guess atone for his uncle's sins mm-hmm. and, and he's
0: like the great 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 grandson of like the 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 original like Arthurian black Knight yeah like the like the original like legendary black knight he's like right. the great 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 numerous grandson yep of course
1: um I don't think he has any powers, but he's got like a super powerful sword. Yeah. That does whatever you need it I mean to.
0: fucking if you don't need skill if you got sword that'll do it all for you. Yeah, it's a comic book sword. Yeah, it, it solves your problems. But yeah. Yeah. Alright. Um, What's next?
1: Alright, well I guess we're talking about uh Marvel stuff now. Yep. Uh Black Sorry. Panther two has a release date. Oh. May 6th,
0: 2022. Neat. Ryan I Coup really hope they address the problem that they didn't have a fucking king for five years. Yeah. That could be. I wonder if they do like a political intrigue. It's just like he walks in, and he's like, hey, your king's back. And there's like another king that, of just random person we don't know. Who do you think's going to be the king? Michael Jordan. Not Michael B. Jordan. Michael Jordan. The Michael Jordan. <laughs> the basketball <laughs> player that had like the <laughs> Hitler stash for a little bit. Yep. <laughs> He likes showed up and they're like, uh uh-uh, uh, not that. Nope, shave that motherfucker. <laughs> uh I think uh it'd probably be like Mbaku or something.
1: Yeah, maybe. Or maybe maybe Shuri would be queen. Although I'm pretty
0: sure we've heard that she died, yeah. Yeah. Because they said that, they said afterwards that she got snapped. Okay. So. But we don't know if mom got snapped. Right. So mom probably was holding down the fort for a while until they figured it's it true. out. True,
1: and Angela Bassett has been underexploited. Yes, she's a good actress.
0: Maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe that is. But when's the when's the release date? Uh, May sixth, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. My God, we're in the... we're a couple months, a few months away from twenty twenty. Wow. That's weird. Yep. Like, remember when they, like, announced something for 2020 and were like, that's so far away. Remember when they were announcing Marvel shit and they <laughs> didn't, and they were like, oh, look at our long plans ahead of time. And it got to, like, 2018.
1: I think the Inhumans movie was supposed to come out in 2019.
0: Like, And that was like, wow, that's so far away. Yep. And now it's like, oh, God. We're living it. Ah! <laughs> what was the thing that made me feel super old the other day? I don't know. I just get people calling me, like, I get high schoolers calling me old fart now. Mm. It's kind of kind of saddening. Yep. But, yeah, anyway. Um, cool, Black Panther gay. I like him. Yep. I I said yay with, like, my throat kind of closed up at the beginning of yay, so it sounded like I said gay. Like, yeah, uh, uh, ooh, Black Panther gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that wasn't right.
1: Breaking uh, news. That's not what I said. <laughs> Uh, speaking of old farts, Woody Harrelson is probably coming back for Venom too.
0: Oh yeah, and I, no, I think they. I thought I read that they're officially doing Carnage.
1: I don't think it's official, but one of the writers or producers said, "Yeah, I'm excited to see what Woody can do." But they haven't like made an official announcement or anything. Gotcha. Yet. Um, that's fine. So, yeah, Andy Circus is directing, which will be interesting. Really? Yeah.
0: All right. He's not even related to that. Like even he's not even a, like involved in that at all. Nope. All right. Well, he directed
1: uh, the the uh, Netflix Jungle Book movie, um, and he directed a uh, some drama a couple mm. years ago that wasn't great apparently.
0: I saw that the uh in Walking Dead you still haven't gotten to Negan have you?
1: No, we're she's been doing CPA also. Yeah. we haven't watched anything.
0: Okay, never mind. That was the thing I was gonna tell you that. That has a decent spoiler.
1: Mm. Uh, let's see. Oh, speaking of the Eternals, uh, Barry Keoghan is going to play something in the Eternals. Who? Uh, Barry Keoghan. He's the kid with the dark hair from Dunkirk. Ah. Oh. And he's in Killing of Sacred Deer. Yeah. And something else that I always forget, he was in. Uh, he's in American Animals. He's really good in that. He's um, he's he's moving up the the list of my up and coming actors. I really am looking forward to seeing yeah. him grow. So. This is good. Get him some primetime attention. I uh, mean, done. You mean a
0: Christopher Nolan movie wasn't like a bunch of attention enough?
1: No, it wasn't because no, he was he was a yeah. fairly minor character, and Christopher Nolan's never been like a character director. Yeah, that's true. And this playing a playing character in a big comic book movie from the biggest franchise the world has ever known and seen, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's it's a little more high profile. Yeah, but he's got plenty of indie cred. So. Yeah, cool. Yep. Uh New Mutants apparently got some test screenings. Okay. People said it wasn't terrible. Alright. People said they're really leaning into the horror. Good. So you know what? I'll take an average superhero horror movie.
0: Yeah. I'll just take a I'll take interest. a new mutants. Please fucking just release it. Yep. Like what I we're at the point where I'm not even sure what's holding them back anymore. Yeah. Like it's just Disney, just release it. Yep. Like, whatever it is at, just get it. Just put it out there. Yep. You're not going to – whatever is going to happen, you're going to make the money you're going to make. You're not you, – whatever ideas Disney has for it, if they want to do anything with it, is not going to net them any more than what they would get if they just released it. Yeah. Like, spending a, spending a fortune on editing it will just net just releasing it the same amount. Yeah. Or even lose money. Like, Yeah, just fucking release it. Yep. Well,
1: they've still got a release date lined up for next summer, right? I think so.
0: (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) We'll see. We've we have moved the New Mutants. They've moved it. I think four times. Yeah. Like we we it's literally got a question mark next to it in our episodes chart. Yeah. Because we're just I'm just not confident that it's gonna stay there. (laughs) It's floating. (laughs)
1: Well, but this is this is it's it's back in the headlines. Yeah. Which is progress, possibly. I don't know. Um, Well, we should talk about the big Marvel news of the week, which is the Spidey Sony debacle.
0: Okay. So. So to my understanding, and I'm going to explain this for people that aren't really sure what's going on. So flashback to Amazing Spider-Man. Please know. There was a brief discussion between Disney and Sony that Disney would help out Sony with Marvel properties and like, Possibly then later include Andrew Garfield into the MCU. But Disney was asking for 50-50 of everything that all so, all tickets and all
1: movie stuff. Right. They'd share 50% of the cost of making it, but take 50% take of Take
0: 50%. And then they would also get 100% of the merchandising. Right. Fuck ton of money. Sony said, get the shit out of my tent. Because it's Sony, and they probably don't have a giant tower like Disney does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Disney went back to their castle in Fairy Fairyland with their tail between their legs. And that was the end of that for Amazing Spider-Man. And then Flash... Mid? It's not really Flash Forward. It's Flash Forward from there, but Flash Back from here. Flash Forward from the Flashback. Flash Forward from the Flashback, but not all the way Flash Forward to now. Um... Sony, uh, was pretty much just like, "Fuck, we got to make a Spider-Man movie or we lose the Spider-Man." And Sony was like, "Hey, look, forget, forget what happened last time. New dude, Bob Iger. Hey, nice to meet you. Um, we'll do this. We will fund, I believe, still fifty percent. We will fund a good chunk of this." You get the rights to the MCUs so for referencing the MCU uh, uh, instances, but we also get to we get to use Spider-Man, and I keep punching my mic. Mm-hmm. We get to use Spider-Man in the MCU. Yep, we've got ideas, and they get a small portion of the profits. We get five percent of the first day sales, and all merchandising. Yep, and Sonny was like, "All right, much better than the last deal." Yep. Now you get your Spider-Man showing up in Civil War, Homecoming uh Infinity War in game far from home. Then Disney goes, "All right. We've done a lot of good shit. Things are going well. We've established him as a really core member. We want 50% of everything and all merchandising. You know, like the deal that Sony said to <laughs> fucking pack your shit and get out like what 10 years ago? Yep. And Disney and Sony said, "Suck a dick." and now disney and sony are (laughs) not happy with each other at the moment so Uh. when people initially asked me like what my opinion was of this whole thing i was like i don't know i feel like it's a bad decision for both sides i don't really know what's going on i didn't haven't actually researched it did about 20 minutes of research into what happened and immediately just like disney can suck a dick (laughs) disney is a greedy monster and it's absurd how they will make that giant of a jump and it's just disappearing from art. art art is disappearing from the movie industry from Hollywood because of people like Disney, Bob, like Bob Iger, just the money grabs, the live action remakes, the sequels, the merch, insane merchandising, just everything that it's, and stuff like, you got, you got your art for like the stuff that you, the indie movie and stuff like that, but it's just Disney. Come on. You guys are loaded. Like you can, I would rather like, I would rather have a very few really good movies than a ton of movies. I don't fucking know. I, I don't know what I'm saying. There's, i Disney just, just needs to s- slow down.
1: Yeah. I I think Sony pulling back all the way is just a negotiating tactic because they know that the backlash is going to come hard and fast. Oh, Marvel's lost right now. Yeah. Like,
0: MCU is so based around Spider Man. They
1: went very out of their way to make him the centerpiece moving forward. Yep. So. Yeah. I think mean, there's
0: going to be a renegotiation. I yeah. Think. Yeah. This
1: is. I this am. Is, like 98% sure this is just a negotiating tactic by Sony. They have every intention of coming together for a new deal. They just need to show that they're willing to exercise their let. They I think we're probably going to get That's a
0: Spider-Man word. movie before the deal is renegotiated. It's possible. Tom Holland has said he oh, there come are on plans Preston. <laughs>
1: Tom Holland has said that there are plans for Spider-Man three featuring him even through Sony with yeah. no MCU ties. So
0: his, uh, to answer the question that some people have actually asked me multiple times, his contract is actually under Sony, right? Um, he does not belong to Disney. He belongs to Sony. Uh, he doesn't belong to anybody. He's his own man. Wow. Well, no, I mean, he belongs. Once yeah. you're an actor, you sell your soul to the pretty people. Much. Yeah. Um, yeah, he belongs to Sony so we can still get another, another Spider-Man movie, uh, further from homecoming. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's might not be as great. There will be a weird disappearance of all references to the MCU. Yeah. Um, and, but I think it's going to be there. I think I genuinely think that Disney is going to try to hold for on making a better deal, getting a much better deal for themselves. So then it's going to be like, fuck you. We're going to make our own movie. It's going to be all right. And then, and, but they're making the movie to show Disney we can still make the movie. it's mm-hmm. gonna be it's gonna sell a whole bunch because they're living on good faith right now. It's right. gonna sell just as much as like the other ones have uh, but it's not gonna be great. Disney gonna be like, "Look, you didn't make a great movie and then Disney's gonna try to come back with a higher deal, not a higher higher deal, but like a higher deal than they deserve right <laughs> it's uh there will be some back and forth yeah. i I think they'll get
1: it settled before the before another spider-man movie has to come out because the the sony deal is they have to make a movie every five years yep so they've got until 2024 yeah and the mcu doesn't wasn't planning a spider-man movie anyway there wasn't another one on the slate yeah they're gonna do one eventually we know that Mm -hmm. but it didn't have a release date or anything so they've got they've got a bunch of time to hash this back out and still put out a movie
0: but hey on the bright side, J Jonah Jameson. Yeah, J K Simmons is back as J Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. An unfair number of my friend, of our friends haven't seen Far From Home yet. Mm-hmm. Andrew hasn't seen it. Carter hasn't seen it. Tiercy hasn't seen it. These are I, all the people that are supposed to have seen it. They're the, like the yeah, they're the people that I'm expecting to have seen it. Uh. Yeah. None of them listen to us. So I can call them idiots. Yeah, idiots. They're the worst. I uh, I couldn't hear Andrew when he was talking to me yesterday. I had my headphones on, and then he said something. He came in like without a shirt on, and I like gave him like a weird look, and then I looked back at my computer, and like I he- heard him say something, but I couldn't hear what he said. And I paused my music. Uh, I still left my headphones on, and I heard him like say "fucking asshole." Um, <laughs> like I heard that one. <laughs> he was he was like he he thought he he thought I could hear him like anyway, but yeah yeah so. Yep. Oh, so that's the Disney thing. Disney, yep. Sony. Yep. Uh,
1: what a thing. Speaking of Disney and un- unnecessary remakes, Lady and the Tramp.
0: We got a trailer for that. <sighs> Stop it! And it's Disney Plus original. Yep. Ah. <laughs>
1: well, they need to stack up some original content for when that drops.
0: They've got original content. Is the MCU not enough?
1: I guess it's not. Literally
0: the highest grossing franchise of. All time, yep. they have two movies that overshot Titanic.
1: No, just one. Just one. Just one.
0: Which one? Infinity War. Right. Endgame. Endgame. Huh, Infinity War also did it. Yeah. Uh, huh. Made a lot of money. Okay, they have a movie that went that overshot Titanic. Yep. Including inflation.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, the
0: MCU will, will make money.
1: <laughs> yep. I honestly think that the Lady in the Tramp looks okay. Um, it. Is They're doing the realistic CGI on the dogs, but the nice thing is humans look at dogs and they kind of see human-like attributes on them, so it's going to be a lot easier to make them emotive. Yeah, we don't project as
0: a race or as a species. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, we don't project enough to make lions who we just kind of see as, that thing's going to
0: eat me. I mean, the thing is, like, you see dogs as like pure and adorable, and humans want to be pure and adorable, so we see dogs and we're like, "Oh, that's us. We we can be that." But we see lions as fucking murderous monsters because people don't understand the, uh, like, you know, um, the word I'm looking for? Fuck. Food? No. <laughs> uh, 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 dis, discre- not discretion. Fuck. Um. Oh my god!
1: I don't even know. Someone, where you're going someone with this.
0: who, someone who like really look watches movies for face value lack uh, uh, discernment. No, oh, this is gonna hurt me. We'll just, I'll, I'll figure it out later. We can talk right. about that a bit later once I come up with the word. Okay, this is embarrassing for you, and I'm enjoying Yeah, this it. is not the first time. <laughs> it's not really embarrassing for me. This <laughs> is not the first time it's happened, and yeah. everyone has this. It's not like I haven't done it on yeah. <laughs>
1: several times. Uh yeah no i mean i'm not excited for it but i'll probably watch it uh speaking of uh disney we got some details on the new pixar movies that are coming out Uh uh-huh like onward there's onward which is going to be some sort of quest with a magic staff um that'll make their dad come back and visit oh um
0: Go out for cigarettes and not come back. Yes. <laughs> I don't but know. Is Disney pulling a giant meme? Uh,
1: it's a it's a well the the way they describe it is it's a magical world that's forgotten about magic, and so it's going to be they're going to try to I don't know somehow bring magic back or something. I don't know.
0: It's going to be good. Dad, it's Magic, Pixar. or Magic Johnson. <laughs> one of the magics that'd be good. Magic man. Oh, I'm the magic man. Moving on.
1: Moving on. Three terrible jokes right in a row. Yep. Uh, then the other one that we have any details on is called Soul. Um, and it's about where souls go to... It's like this... this, uh, I think they call it You Seminar. Where souls go and get their training before they're injected into babies. When they're born. That That's uncomfortable. It's a very weird concept. But also, like... Your emotions are <clears throat> little personified creatures that run around in your brain and push buttons
0: that's a personification thing though that's a giant like analogy that's a giant metaphor mm, the personification of souls yeah, that's fair i guess so. i just kind of proved against my home point <laughs> i don't know I mean, oh, that's something the, i don't
1: I do ever and the main character is going to be a guy who wanted to be a jazz pianist and now is a music teacher jazz so. pianist
0: yeah jazz hands I just did a weird thing with my pelvis, and I'm glad we don't go on video. Yeah, that was Uh, was bad. I also saw a news thing really quickly that uh, um, Tom... Hiddleston, Hardy. Nope, not even Tom. Benabatch Cumberdick. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a Tom. Uh, Benabatch Cumberdick is uh, potentially in talks for Hercules live action. Maybe as Ares? Hmm. Or Hades, not Ares. Hades. I can
1: see it, oh, I can absolutely see it. have we didn't we get two Hercules movies like? no, not with dwayne Johnson, not
0: like the wasn't there another one though <laughs> they're all bad, yeah, they're like those terrible like gods of Egypt's kind of level like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah watch the watch the clip of them of like set and them fighting i I kind of like how they turn into their uh that thing and fight. But except when they turn back and forth, it doesn't make any sense. It's like as one of one of them has to be clearly more powerful. One one of those like those like uh... incarnations. Forms. No, my God, Preston. One of those forms, like if you're in your human, because like, they would switch back and forth between their human form and their like whatever their portrayal form is mm-hmm. its like one of those forms is probably definitely way more powerful and it's most likely the one that seems like to be some sort of magic metal with weapons flying out of your face you think. <laughs> <laughs> don't turn back into your into your person form uh, anyway
1: anyway uh speaking of disney we got some star wars news
0: <gasps> holy shit okay do we have news besides the trailer
1: uh, yes, we have an Obi-Wan series. Oh, yes, we do! Come to Disney Plus on an and unspecified it's set, date.
0: it's set in the middle of when Solo takes place. Right. Which is great, because I was telling Andrew about this. Andrew was like, ah, oh, we don't need anything with him. It's like, no, we actually do, because we literally know nothing. Everything that we knew about what happened with him between uh uh Sith and Hope is now Legends. Because there was like a book that followed him through that and right. stuff like that, and there was like Sith Inquisitors and stuff. So I read it all kind
1: of just bleeds together into soap. Sith hope. Oh god damn it! That uh, was the worst joke I've ever made. I'm sorry. That was about
0: not. That. you've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still have like weird bitter moments in my mouth from some of the jokes you have made in the past. <laughs> um, there is n- Obi Wan Ben. Ben was one of those people that only answered questions if you asked. And Luke never asked him about it. It's like, oh, so he asked, like, oh, you fought in the Clone Wars with my father. That's fucking it. Yep. We know nothing about what happens after Sith. Yep. And that's going to be awesome because you have just this clean slate of doing anything with him. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't have him die. Also, for 19 years, he went from looking like a nice, like a kind of middle-aged Ewan McGregor to Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness something he was under a lot of stress for 19 years <laughs> came out as a diamond as yep. alec guinness so obviously there's gonna be like he's probably gonna get like aged somehow like he's gonna like be fighting someone and they're gonna like force lightning him and turn him into maybe he like learns force lightning and does the whole thing that maybe. palpatine does and yeah. then just use that he goes bald and that's why and that they'll explain it he goes bald and then he uses a hairpiece which explains why in new hope his hairpiece if you ever watch is at different like spots uh, so sometimes his hair's like down like on his br- on the bridge of his nose sometimes it's like way up high <laughs> it's kind of funny uh, yep no i'm excited for that i am so stoked i love you and mcgregor yeah uh ewok goob Magellan. Fuck. You always say
1: Magugu. I know!
0: It, it, Magugu is, like, further. And I it makes me think that that's what it was. Because every time I think it's Ewok Iw- Iw- Magellan, I'm like, no, that's too close to what it actually was. <laughs> so, Ewok Magellan, It was actually... Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're also getting... There's another... Trailer or another thing that happened. Oh, uh, there
1: were two other things. That oh!
0: Happened. Mandalorian trailer. Mandalorian Looks trailer. Fucking dope. Yeah. Super excited. Yep. Maybe we'll get a lot of blood. Close the blast doors. Open the blast doors. <laughs> 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 I loved that moment. That is like it's. I I have not I have not not made that joke to anybody talking about the Mandalorian. Like it's just like close the blast doors. Open the blasters! Open the blasters! (laughs) Uh, Oh, I'm so ready for that. And we don't even know. Uh, we know that uh, Oscar, not Oscar Isaac, um, Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal is playing. So we know it's a dude. Yep. Um, you know, I feel like it'd be great if that was just a giant mislead, and like it just took it was like Natalie Portman fucking Padme went Mandalorian, (laughs) didn't actually die in childbirth, because we never actually. Yeah, we see her die. We see her
1: die. We see her whole funeral. Jar Jar is so sad.
0: Oh, Jar Jar. Jar Jar made us sad. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm so excited to see a yeah. Mandalorian. Uh, do we know about where that's set? When that's set? Uh, There's Stormtrooper helmets,
1: so that True. tells you something.
0: Uh, So it could be, be- between Sith. Oh! <gasps> What if it's like an interweaving with Obi wan
1: Totally could be. Oh, I just got
0: chills of watching a Mandalorian <laughs> fight Obi wan Yes. Like, just imagine there's like a four second like part of a fight between the two of them that mirrors him and Django in Tattoo on um, mm. Kamino, mm-hmm. where it's like he like does the the grab thing. That would, no that would be so cool if they start fighting and then the, like Mandalorian uses like his, his wire and wraps his thing and he's like nah I fucking learned my lesson this time and like does something different and gets out of it immediately hair just went in my mouth from my face I got way too excited I got so excited I moved so quickly that hair went from my head into my own mouth in the air but that would be really cool if they like end up coming across each other and fight and it's you watch how he learned from his fight with uh Django yeah. how to fight a Mandalorian. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because in the in Legends, and they might still have it in canon, Django learned a lot of what he knows from the Mandalorians. That's mm-hmm. why he has the armor and that's why he like has the Mandalorian uh logo. Right. Uh he learned what he knows from the Mandalorian. So if this is another Mandalorian, fucking have Obi Wan fight him and learn his lesson from Django and kick his ass. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Actually I don't uh. know who I would want to win. Because you have a star of two shows, you can't have one definitively win. But I don't want that stupid, like, oh, wait, we should be friends. Like, you can't have Obi-Wan be like, Martha! And then... Because <laughs> that would be the equivalent. Yeah. That would be... Obi-Wan would be Superman and Mandalorian would be... You got your right. magic and you got your you got your g- yeah, gadgets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god we learn about obi-wan's parents we learn who his mother is and then like his mother's in danger and then it's just a giant like it's disney making fun of of dc
1: with it i don't know if that'd be terrible or horrible but it'd be something terrible or horrible
0: terrible or amazing
1: that's the that's the words i was looking for was that
0: the words i was looking for i think it would be i think it would be amazing because i think think they would do a better way better version yeah yeah but no, I really um, hope they do uh, actually do inter- intertwining. I I would not be surprised if they do, because especially uh, announcing that um, announcing Obi wan so soon after you get a Mandalorian trailer. Yeah, so soon being the next day because T twenty three. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Same conference. They pro- it probably wasn't like a, yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah. No, like I love this trailer because so you know how Solo was supposed to be sort of a space western and all the cinematography and stuff was supposed to be very western.
0: What? What's solo?
1: Exactly. Uh Mandalorian (laughs) trailer was a better space western in a minute and a half than (laughs) solo was in an hour and a half. (laughs)
0: It's just it this is what I want more from D C and what I've been saying about DC and stuff like that is give us original stuff. Give us new characters, give us interesting things that we it's not just doing solo because solo like yes doing obi-wan but you're not you're doing a sequel to Mm obi-wan and there's stuff we don't know that you can fill in don't do a han solo movie where you literally just show us what we've been told already yeah if you give me the look that i'm about that you're about to like Tony no, you're, something.
1: you're exactly right. I just have a really good segue, and I'm sitting on it. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, that was my point. Speaking of new and interesting <laughs> DC characters and DC going interesting directions, apparently Taika Watiti is in talks to play someone in Suicide Squad.
0: They make him Captain Boomerang. <laughs> they already He's have New Captain Zealand, Boomerang. not Australian. They already have a Captain Boomerang. Are they doing the same cast? Uh,
1: mostly not. I don't. Maybe they're bringing back Jack Courtney.
0: Because Taika Waititi is not an asshole, and that is absolutely who Captain Boomerang is. Also, Taika Waititi is New Zealand and not Australian. Right. You fucking, you can't just do that.
1: Don't jump to conclusions. He's Taika Waititi. He's going to do what he wants.
0: Yeah. No, uh, I'm trying to think of who he could be. Hmm. (laughs) What should be fucking Harley Quinn? (laughs) They're not actually using Margot Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) They're going full humor with it. And it's just Taika Waititi (laughs) pretending to be Margot Robbie. They shoot the entire thing with Margot Robbie. yep, And then they just superimpose his face (laughs) on her (laughs) and have him do all the lines.
1: That would be fantastic. Who
0: could he be? Who's in Suicide Squad that's like super kind of... Like he'd be better as a con. He rocks his comedy. Yep, get yeah, it rocks.
1: Yep. Um, he's he's tall and kind of lanky.
0: He also really does. I mean, if he doesn't even have to do, uh, he's not tall, isn't he? Have he you like seen him? 3. Have you seen him talking to Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth's like it's like seven forty eight. I out of the eight, man. Yeah. Um, he also does well with. CGI, like he can yeah. use CGI. So yeah. there's uh uh King Shark maybe? Hmm. Like yeah. you could go like the the uh Harley Quinn is making King Shark kind of a goofy guy. Mm-hmm. Um King Shark's not a dumb character. He just he's silent all the time because he can't talk unless he's got water. <laughs> <laughs> um Uh I'm trying to think. Uh, Suicide Squad is such a <gasps> oh it could be no Ragman is in uh ragdolls in secret six not suicide squad they could bleed it over oh I'll, I'll think i'll think of who yeah. it could be um
1: nathan fillion's also probably going to be in suicide squad apparently he's playing someone we don't know who yet yeah not confirmed um dave batista tweeted some some fan did like a little fan casting thing on twitter and was like man i want dave batista to be Clayface in the batman movie and dave batista like replied and was like yeah i'm in that sounds mm-hmm. like a great idea That'd so, be kind of cool what do you think if you had to, if you had to choose you only get one dave batista is bane or dave batista is Clayface? bane all right i mean I was, it's yeah.
0: the because it's 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 a similar way of going with uh okay now i have two points uh similar way of going with bane uh with bane in uh, dark knight rises is you can do the venom overdose, like that whole thing where he overdoses on venom and then just get super fucking huge, and it's absurd. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of weird if you're trying to kind of stay relatively grounded and gritty. Yep. Um. So Dave Bautista having someone who's just genuinely big and not like puffy looking, like he's just he's got that nice bulky frame. Yeah. Because Tom Hardy was kind of puffy. He didn't look like he was shredded. Like his arms didn't look ripped. He was. He looked kind of puffy. Yeah. Um, what if it was just a muscle suit? That's what it was the entire time. It just doesn't actually rip. Uh, so I would like him as Bane. Also, what's their reasoning for having Dave Bautista's clay face? Just because he's, he's big.
1: I mean, yeah, he's but big. I mean, he could kind of. He's got a good voice for it. He's got sort of a growly voice. I'm imagining Ron Perlman from the animated series. Yeah. So. I suppose so. It's his head's the right shape. Yeah. In as much as shape means anything with clayface. With clayface, yeah.
0: <laughs> also, clayface is gonna be played by multiple people because he's gonna fucking turn into just true people.
1: Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, speaking of DC stuff, we got a new Joker trailer. Final Joker trailer. Yes. Thoughts?
0: Oh, I'm so ready for this. This is gonna be good. Not a Joker movie, but I'm so ready for this. Yeah. Um, I was, I was having a conversation with Kaylin on online or on Facebook online. What am I my old fart <laughs> on Facebook, uh, that I, have, and I've talked about this extensively. I'm going into this pretending it's not a Joker movie, right? Um, it's just going to be a movie about a clown that goes absolutely berserk. Um, but his laugh, even if it was Joker, I'm on board. Like it's that great. He laugh. does a good laugh. There was a the thing I was talking to her I was we were commenting on a um thing she posted and it was like oh who does the best live action or who does the best laugh and it has the um uh the Jack Nicholson, Mark Hamill, uh Heath Ledger and uh, him. And it doesn't even use the best laughs from the Mark Hamill or Heath Ledger ones. <laughs> like it's what's it's the weird laugh from Killing Joke.
1: I haven't seen Killing Joke.
0: Uh, it's, it's a laugh from killing joke, but it, it's the thing about Mark Hamill is it's not like a single laugh that he does. It's his diversity of being able to laugh. Like he's, yeah. like, and and like all this just different things that he does and like his laughing, like kind of in between words and stuff like that. It's, it's mm-hmm. the way he voices them. Um, Jack Nicholson doesn't have a great laugh. I, nah. I don't really like Jack Nicholson as Joker. Honestly.
1: I, I like the version, but it's very
0: not Joker. Yeah. Um and then they use, like Heath Ledger's laughing in, when he's uh like kicking like when he's like actually laughing mm-hmm. uh like he, when he gets his face slammed against the glass and he's like oh ooh, like kind of laughing something like that mm-hmm. but his best laugh is his mocking laugh when he's walking in the mob where he's just like ah 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 like that is just oh, menacing yeah. and that's what embodies that Joker not like the <laughs> I'm having fun yep. it's the just like. I'm I'm a creep and yeah. I'm gonna do this thing that just resonates through this like metal room yep. just menacingly. Also they didn't even put Jared Jared Leto. He had a pretty okay laugh. He actually really did, yeah. I kinda liked his laugh.
1: Yep. But anyway. Um Yeah, no, I'm super hyped for this movie though. Just mm-hmm. letting Joaquin Phoenix he has he has so much good acting just in this trailer alone yeah there's that moment where like he's looking out over the street and someone drives by and they're wearing the clown mask in the taxi and he's just he gets this genuine little smile on his face and he looks so happy yeah and then um the moment where he's walking out of the restaurant and he's like laughing and then just shuts down uh-huh that's just pure psychopath and it's great oh i love it it's, that's so cool the,
0: and i really really like if the, this is a good thing that they would have done for a really good joker movie It's like the thing about the joker is that not that he well, it's 80% actually that he can do the stuff on his own. But he inspires people who... like He does a, a well-written Joker inspires the masses. Yep. Because people enjoy chaos. That's why we watch action movies. That's why um, we're fascinated. The song, The Vicarious by Tool, does a really good job of talking about it, how mm-hmm. we're just fascinated by death on the news. Yeah. Um, and so we're inspired by chaos. And when you have a way... Like, The Purge... Mm-hmm. Where you just have the, if you have an out to just go nuts, you're going to do it. And when there's this guy dressed as a clown and like the idea is to cover your face with a clown mask and just fucking riot, people are going to go for it. And that's mm-hmm. what's terrifying about the Joker is that he inspires the masses. Meanwhile, Batman terrifies the masses. Yeah.
1: You know, there's some meta commentary there just given how much like actual real life pop culture loves the Joker. And yeah. You see people with Joker t-shirts and Joker
0: backpacks and joker products and, and joker dildos. I have one of those. I don't. Moving it's a Nightwing on. Nightwing dildo. It's a Nightwing dildo. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yep. Uh so we got the Joker trailer. Uh all right. I had that really nice segue but it meant that I skipped the D23 Rise of Skywalker special look.
0: Oh shit.
1: <laughs> so we're going to have oh, to circle God. back
0: to that. Okay. Uh so for the first half i thought it was a fan trailer
1: yep because it's all just glory shots of the best moments of the previous movies which i love how few iconic (laughs) that that actually really speaks volumes about the prequels though on a serious note how they don't have great iconic moments yeah like the original trilogy each movie's got some iconic moments the the new ones they've got some iconic
0: moments yeah prequels not really much I've got the Only high because ground.
1: because I'm so in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate sand. Sand, yeah. <laughs> I've got uh, the high ground. Uh, they're, like, they're iconic
0: because they're memes. Yeah. Um. But then we get some footage. We get some footage. We get some fighting. We get a new city, kind of. Desert city-ish. And. And. Dark Ray. I was trying to think of something wrong and stupid, but I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> we get Dark Ray um, with a collapsible two-sided lightsaber. Yep. I'm not sure about that. Um, speculation. My
1: speculation, and this is not at all a hot take, but my speculation that this, is that this is J.J. Abrams ripping off the cave from Empire Strikes Back. It's she goes and she sees evil version of herself and it's what mm. she could become but that's just speculation um daisy ridley's fanning the flames though she said yeah it might be
0: real who knows yeah but well, she's got to do that yeah
1: disney wrote that tweet for her
0: my speculation i've got two speculations one i would one i think and one i hope okay one i think is that This is a situation where she's not actually dark gray. She has a red lightsaber. Yes, but it's not hers. Mm -hmm. She's, she has a fucking broken lightsaber. Mm -hmm. Um, there's some weird time stuff involved, like throughout the movie. Like we don't know what hat, what order of things happen. So that could be early in the movie Mm -hmm. where maybe she grabs something from somebody. There's a lightsaber. It's like, Oh, this is one from like Sith inquisitors from before the empire, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. She just grabbed the one. It's what she's got. And she just happens to be in a dark colored robe. We don't actually really get a good cult like look at her mm-hmm. because of the darkness of the of the scene and the brightness of the lightsaber in front of her. Yep. Um. So it's something like that where she's just that's what she's got. It's a cool little thing, and then maybe the the way that it works actually gives her in- inspiration for the future of what she wants to do with her lightsaber. What I hope is that the what we know. About, like, n- outside of movies, what we know about Force ghosts is that good Force ghosts come back as little blue ghosts, and Sith Force ghosts do exist, and they exist more of a poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Which explains why Palpatine might be back, because he was a powerful fucking Force user. Yep. Why did goddamn like obi-wan was powerful yes but not nearly as powerful as palpatine yeah how did palpatine not be able to come back palpatine is back yep as a poltergeist
1: there's legend stories of him haunting the ruins of the death star really yeah cool which i think we have to go in that direction which is yeah. awesome
0: so what could be happening is that she takes what she learns from luke luke's gonna come back as a force ghost because yeah we know that that's yeah when the Force Ghost was introduced, you kind of automatically, and especially when uh, like Yoda and Anakin came back at the at the end of Sith, mm-hmm. you pretty much just negated the sadness of Jedi dying because they could just come back and talk to you. Yeah. Um, I think she's going to take from Luke what Luke meant by the Jedi needs to die, and this is something I'm talking about, that the idea of a Jedi and a Sith existing is bullshit mm-hmm. it just makes conflict it's made conflict for thousands of years and just that idea needs to go away and what you need to do is you need to seek out this poltergeist guy that's back that i've come across because i am now force ghost and mm-hmm. also yoda has come across because yoda's been force ghost a long time mm-hmm. um yoda's, yoda saw him naked
1: i am the senate, I am the senate!
0: thank you gage <laughs> um Seek this guy out and learn the dark ways of the force. And I think she's okay. going to do that. She's going to go find Palpatine, and Palpatine's going to teach her the dark ways of the force. With her going into it, knowing I need to learn this, I'm not going Sith. And she's going to learn the full dark ways of the force. There's probably going to be a big conflict between her and Poe and the rest of them. They're like, oh no, she went bad guy. And she'd be like, yeah. Because she kind of like, she might be tricking Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she is going to, I don't know what she's going to do with the lightsaber. There's going to be the, I want her to go double lightsabers. One of them backwards or both of them backwards. Maybe like, uh, um, i drew a blank on her name. The first time I was talking about this with my friend and now I'm, what's uh, her name Ventress. No, no. I uh, don't know.
1: I've never seen an episode of this.
0: Uh, Clone Wars, uh, Anakin's Padme, uh, okay. Anakin's pad, Padawan Ahsoka. Yes. Um, Anakin's Padme. <laughs> um, <laughs> not totally. Incorrect. Um, so I think she's going to be learning the dark side. And by the end of it, Kylo will either be dead or, uh, obsolete. Mm-hmm. And she is going to go gray night, which is what I've been wanting to happen for a long time. Yeah. Where she was like, it's, it's the way I, I, I describe it is akin to when you need to bend a metal rod back to straight you need to bend it back a little bit further you need to bend it back and then kind of push it a little bit further for it to kind of for the elasticity you need to bend it so to actually talk in manufacturing terms yeah it has an elastic and a plastic uh threshold where if you bend it you can you put enough force on it you're still in the elastic uh, threshold and it'll go back right you bend it beyond a certain amount of force and it hits plastic plastic force Mm -hmm. if you bend the um the metal you need to bend it further so that the plastic uh, deformation goes back to straight, but you're still kind of pushing further, but you're still in the elastic deformation, and it'll go back to straight. So that's kind of what she's doing is she needs to, like, kind of – instead of being jedi like uh brainwashed, mm-hmm. she needs to kind of bend a little further and go Sith and learn the Sith ways to come back and understand the entirety of the Force. And that's the rise of the Skywalker is that the Skywalker is the is this new uh, just like reign of Grey Knights where we just fight bad people who want to kill people. And the force, the, the balance of the force is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I think I hope that that's where they go.
1: Alright, I'm on board for this movie again.
0: <laughs> yeah, if that's <laughs> what they do. <laughs> no, I'm
1: uh, I'm I'm just I'm more excited now and I don't really know why.
0: Also, I really want her lightsaber to be there's there's all this 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 thing that Connor or Connor Carter is this is the third time I've called him Connor. That's Gotta get weird. Over that. Um Carter talks about this that like with that lightsaber, we don't know the full extent of what it is. Mm-hmm. It could be a semi detachable and or fully detachable mm-hmm. where it's got like a double bladed. We definitely know it's a double bladed, mm-hmm. but she could like break it in half. So it's kind of like a two thing, like a two bladed thing, which mm-hmm. is seems entirely impractical or, sh- and she can like take it apart. So it's two single lightsabers. Mm-hmm. And as she is fighting Ben, she busts his lightsaber and then turns out, oh, no, or maybe, like, she and Ben are fighting together against somebody. Maybe the poltergeist of Palpatine, and they find a way that a Force ghost can fight physical beings. Mm-hmm. Uh, his lightsaber goes bye-bye, and she needs to toss him one. And it's kind of that, together, we make the one, and we can take him down. And then, mm-hmm. for some reason her losing a lightsaber and him having one that isn't the one he's used to is the thing that helps defeat the force poltergeist, which would make no sense <laughs> because if both of them are using what they're used to and then they both stop using what they're used to, it's not going to get more powerful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it'd probably contrive a way that you, you, your brain would be like, all right, I get it. Yeah.
0: But I don't know. But interesting shit.
1: Yeah, no, I'm... I'm weird to see where they go. Intrigued. We should be getting a full actual trailer soon. That's not a full actual trailer. There was like six shots.
0: God, it was like two minutes.
1: Yeah, and oh, like
0: a geez minute geez and a half
1: of it was glory shots of movies to be past. used like
0: 10 seconds.
1: Well, they wanted, they wanted to show something, because it's D23. Yeah. But uh, according to J.J. Abrams, they didn't have a full trailer ready. Okay. So they were like, okay, we'll give you a little bit of a taste. We'll show you some stuff that'll get you excited, and then we'll give you the full trailer. I'd, I'd expect, honestly, I could see it dropping on like Sunday Night Football this week or next week. That could, that
0: could be. Yeah. Um, been going long time. Make sure it.
1: Yeah, that'd be that'd be ideal. We're good. Okay, all right. I've got a couple How much more. Do we have? I've got a couple more little things. Uh we got a teaser for El Camino, which is the Breaking Bad sequel movie. From, oh. Coming to Netflix in October. Cool. Um it's basically just a guy in a room. I think it's Badger from the original, one, one oh. of one of his friends, but he's like a lot older and his hair's weird, so. Okay. You can't really tell. Yeah. Um but he's being interrogated by a bunch of cops and he's like, "I'm not telling you where he is." Cuz I saw the news. He, they had him locked in a cage so he could cook for years. And I, there's no way I'm helping you put Jesse Pinkman back in a cage. So I think it's, I think it's going to be Jesse on the run from the law, like post sort of redemption arc, yeah, just trying to come to terms with who he is again. Mm -hmm. And that could make for a great movie, especially if it's got the same people behind it, which it does because those guys have not missed yet. Mm -hmm. So excited for that. Okay. Uh, Crystal Liu, who is playing Mulan in live action, uh-huh. uh, has made headlines in a bad way because oh. she tweeted a couple things in support of the Hong Kong police force, which is being pretty brutal and oppressive
0: right now. Ooh. Um. Is this one of those, like, Blue Lives Matter kind of thing where, like, no. the intent is good, but also, like, don't no. it's forget the shit happens (laughs)
1: no because like they're actually oppressing and cracking down on the protests right now in Uh hong kong and being pretty brutal about it like not quite full on police state but just yeah not not not, not okay not the kind of thing but she's a high she is a high profile chinese figure so she can't say anything super controversial against them Uh, probably like actually die
0: devil's advocate didn't didn't a Chinese profile? Did, what didn't that happen? She didn't die. She, she came back. <laughs> she just disappeared for a couple months. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devil's Advocate. We and uh, this, this, I'm trying. I'm gonna try not to get too uberly political. We have a very American view about the way everything should work. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. I I don't know what's going on over there. So I have no information. I'm just going based on all like, right bullet points uh hong kong is kind of under its
1: own separate system they have a governor who is sympathetic carrie lamb she's sympathetic to the chinese mainland she was trying to get a bill passed that would allow for extradition of criminals to the chinese mainland hong kong criminals to the chinese mainland okay uh which means that they could be subject to the chinese version of the gulag and political prisoner and be killed and have their organs harvested and all the horrible things that china does okay. to people okay uh so that kicked off a round of protests that has spiraled so far out of control that something like a quarter of the population has been on the streets at one point or another protesting good lord yeah and so the police is cracking down um protesters managed to shut down the entire airport it's just it's it's kind of blowing up
0: okay so again devil's advocate we i don't know i i got bullet points if the protesters are shutting shit down, the country still needs to function. Yeah, and if you're just like, "Hey, the police are just like doing their jobs," we don't know that the police aren't just like doing their job. Like I, I
1: mean, we do. We have videos of them like beating people. And...
0: Okay, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um. So there's a bunch of people already calling to boycott this movie. But if she reversed it, there'd be people. The China would like crack down on it and probably yeah, not release it so get
0: political yeah
1: disney's in an awkward spot yeah i mean i i would not be surprised if she was not coerced but if chinese government was like you should you should say something nice about yeah it, about us so
0: it's propaganda it's absolutely propaganda yeah i think disney's probably getting played right now yeah we'll it's kind
1: of kind of just a mess in several directions yeah hopefully the movie's done enough that yeah this doesn't end up hurting it all right um all right uh, a couple more little things we have a title for the new james bond
0: ah yes to kill a day another one
1: yep that's it that's the one moving on <laughs> <laughs> no time to die
0: yeah sounds very similar to uh die another day
1: i'm kind of thinking they go time travel oh god Because the the little, like, one-paragraph synopsis says that it's um, this crazy guy played by Rami Malek who has a dangerous new technology. I mean, every
0: villain has a dangerous new technology. Yep,
1: but they've – a lot of the marketing material and stuff has made him think that we're going a little more campy, a little more crazy Bond. Okay. And time travel. Imagine
0: like an absolutely nuts James Bond. He's <laughs> just like, you want a gun? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts! And it's just thinking, <laughs> it's just Daniel Craig going fucking bonkers.
1: Man, though, Daniel Craig going bonkers would be. Do you want to get nuts?
0: No, I want like absolutely bonkers.
1: No, he could actually do it. Like though. way yeah. out of character. Uh, have you seen Logan Lucky? Uh. Uh-uh. He puts on, like, a high-pitched southern accent and goes nuts. <laughs> oh, good. It's a, it's a great movie, though. It's a, it's it's the guy who did Ocean's Eleven, and it's a heist movie. It's got Channing oh. Tatum and uh, Adam Driver. Cool. And Daniel Craig. So, that one's uh-huh. great. Check that one out. Cool. Uh, anyway, I think it's going to be time travel, because also time travel's kind of starting to become a thing that people are playing with a lot.
0: That's why I just said, oh, Terminator's God.
1: back, Endgame's
0: back, Tenet might be time travel. Um. Did that trailer actually get released to the public? Not yet. I saw things. I thought people were like, "Oh yeah, like you can watch it now," and I'm like, "Can you?" And I went so. to YouTube and I couldn't find it. I saw yeah. a whole bunch of like, "Yeah, there's a whole bunch of people videotaping." Yeah. It. If
1: you if you can't find it on Legendary Pictures YouTube page, it doesn't exist yet. Gotcha. Um, yeah, no, just it's it seems like time travel is kind of becoming one of those things that Hollywood's mining for all they've got right now. Yeah. This, this might be another one. Um. That being said, Sam Mendes is a talented director, so and there's a there's a good cast. Generally, this has been a strong franchise historically, so yep. I'll I'll remain cautiously optimistic. Yeah, it's not just Sam Mendes; it's Cary Joji Fukunaga. He's a good director too, though. Uh, let's see. I had one other thing. Uh oh, Matrix Four is happening.
0: Of course it is
1: with Keanu and Carrie Anne Moss and uh, Lana Wachowski is going to be writing and directing.
0: Hey, we need to make more money. Let's bring another franchise back. (sighs) Except the Wachowskis never seemed like I think we're I think we've like we're about to tip the scale like tip the balance of like how many franchises haven't been rebooted versus how many have. Feels like it. Like I just I can't think of very many franchises that aren't getting some sort of sequel. Like, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Star Wars. Like, fucking every, every franchise is either still going or going again. Yep. And it's just absurd, and I want original shit. Give me more Tenet. Give me more Christopher Nolan. Give me more, like, just once, hell. Once like, Upon a Time
1: in Hollywood, Uh, The Farewell, Uh, The Lighthouse. There's some original movies for you. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them, but I hear they're all good. I, I think
0: I'm saying, like, I know that there are good movies that are happening, but I think they need to not get overshined by Matrix 4. But
1: the thing is, like, no one's going to go see The Lighthouse. It's black and white. It's got, like, two actors. It's very artsy. And No, it's no going one's going to gonna see
0: it when the world's surrounded
1: by... No one's going to see it anyway. That's not the kind of movie no, people want to see. That's,
0: but the thing is, it's like... When you we talked about this casual movie, and we can have a full episode on this. Uh, casual movie goers go to see one or two movies a uh, a year. Yep. One at the beginning of summer. One around Christmas. Yep. And when you go, hey, we should go see a movie. And you've got a movie like Tenet. You've got a movie like uh um. What are what are some indie movies that are really good that are out right now?
1: Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh,
0: the Farewell. Farewell. Um, stuff like that. Like damn. good indie movies. But then there's also in game released again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, I'm just gonna spew things. There's uh, Fantastic Beasts three. There's uh, the new Matrix. There's the new Star Wars. When it's surrounded by the stuff that's just money grabs, the actual art goes unseen. The thing is though,
1: most people, regardless of what's available, aren't going to see the artsy stuff. They just they don't they don't like it. It doesn't appeal to them.
0: All right, that's a fair point. Yeah. But is art subjective? Definitely not. I'm gonna fucking fight you. <laughs> I know you I'm are. Fucking fight you. <laughs>
1: Coming soon to ears near you.
0: Yeah. I don't know when. When are we doing that? Do we have I that on know. the on the chart? I think it's it's on the chart. I don't remember where. It's somewhere. Um. I have like no evidence. Just I'm gonna actually find like studies and stuff like that and try to find okay research. Anyway. Anyway. uh shall we?
1: I think I'm out of stuff, so we better shallce. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for listening to us catch up. I hope you relished this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Preston wins the Joker Laugh competition. <laughs> for worst laugh. Oh, uh, boom. You got had him. Me going. <laughs> uh, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Podbean. iTunes, singular. Got to clarify that. iTunes iTune. Yep. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We're Justice Losers. You know how to search on Facebook at this point. You're a grown up. It's 21st century. We're
0: gonna be on Spotify soon.
1: We're gonna be on Spotify soon. That's a thing. Cool. I uh,
0: I, I figured out that it's not. A, we have to get to a certain level. I just gotta figure out how to fucking put it on there. You can. You can. We can do it. All right. I gotta go find out how to do
1: it. There's a way to do it. Cool uh we're on twitter at justice losers pod we're on instagram at justice losers pod go look at that picture i posted because i really think it looks a lot like somebody and no one else i mean everyone else kind of sees it that i've shown it to so far but no one really sees it so take a look at that uh we're have a gmail Justice losers pod at gmail.com mark did you send us your bionicle theory
0: mark come on it's been too much
1: <laughs> in his defense he just moved across country so I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. Where'd he go? New York. MIT? Oh. Ithaca. Uh. Cornell. Fucking course he did. Yep. <laughs> Which is funny because that's where we were born in Ithaca. So, oh. going home. Oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh What? Us being born? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Had to clarify that. Let's see. Yeah, uh. then having you and. In- Deciding that another one is a good idea. <laughs> no, they were like, okay, we've brought this much bad into the world. We need to overcorrect <laughs> and fix the fix the void that we've introduced.
0: And there is no one perfect enough in this world to over to outdo or to to compensate for how much misery you are.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: We're friends.
1: We're <laughs> not friends to each other. Yep. Uh do we have anything else? We've got a Facebook and a Twitter and an Instagram and Gmail. I mean,
0: kind of a YouTube once that highlight really
1: goes. Yeah, we have a YouTube. It exists. It's uh, Are we under quality entertainment there?
0: Uh, yes.
1: Okay. It's under quality entertainment. That's spelled koala, like the animal. T, like the t-shirt. Except T-E-E. T-E-E like the golf tee. Yeah, there you go. Uh, entertainment, like the Entertainment Weekly Magazine.
0: Word in the definition.
1: I just did. It's not definition though. It's It's spelling.
0: Red, red. It's that color that's like you know red. (laughs) Like those cyclical thing. It's like red, the color of blood. Blood, a red liquid. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's definitely what the
1: Webster's Dictionary defines blood as. Yep. Uh, Yeah. No. Hit up our YouTube. Uh, Also, I have all of the music now that i'm going to use for my first episode of classical music clickbait which i've been working a lot recently so i haven't really started putting it together but i've got a long weekend so maybe i can make some progress on that uh so yeah check out our youtube channel that's quality entertainment and we'll have some some good interesting content coming there before too long hopefully maybe yep thanks for listening bye bye bye